deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in an intuitive experience shri d b gangoli fourth session in this om shri gurubhyo namaha harihi om shri ganeshaya namaha dr krishnamurthi shastri dambe punacha bantwada taluk dakshin kannada jilla karnataka india bharat so here fourth session this is the eighth book in the english series published from adhyatma prakash karyalaya published by adhyatma prakash karyalaya holidarsapura bangalore the 16th point the hallmark of ajnana having disappeared to the question what is the hallmark for this avidya ajnana having disappeared shri shankara has in answer written a verse ಉಪದೇಶಸಾಹಸ್ರಿ ಫೋರ್ ಫೈವ್ ದಿ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಎಟ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಕ್ವೈಟ್ ನ್ಯಾಚುರಲಿ ದೇರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ in us a constant knowledge to the effect i am the body the senses etc alone in the same way if the intuition knowledge to the effect i am atman self alone not the body the senses etc accrues and falsifies the earlier knowledge of the type i am the body the senses etc alone akin to or analogous to a person cognizing a rope and falsifying his earlier misconception of the type this is a snake then we can say that this later knowledge is based on certitude only then we can reckon that the true genuine self knowledge has accrued and avidya or ajnana misconception has disappeared in the case of one who has attained that self knowledge even if he later says i do not want it that cannot happen and he invariably becomes a mukta that is a liberated one indeed to us common run of people quite naturally naisargika the twin defects of attachment for raga or moha or hatred towards or dvesha towards things of this external world are inborn and we do not have the knowledge that they exist in us at all this alone has been called by shri shankaracharya naisargika that is quite a, uh, or innately natural to it that which is apparently having no cause whatsoever and hence cannot in the ordinary course be explained away when these defects of likes and dislikes ragadvesha etc have disappeared that is we have got rid of them the result will be same that means the steadfast firm intuitive cognition or knowledge of the type in my essential nature of pure absolute being consciousness bliss of the self never at any time that is in the past the present or the future the defects of likes and dislikes ever existed at all i am of the essential nature of the eternally free liberated self must necessarily accrue for example look at the dream to the emperor janaka in his dream it appeared as though there was a drought of uh, for 12 years and that he was um loitering about for some rice gruel and even as he was trying to drink it to bullocks two bullocks came fighting and sent the bowl of the rice gruel he was holding flying in the air 
He shrieked aloud, woke up only to see that he was sleeping on the royal bed in his palace alone. Really, what is the reality? He wanted to know. Such a curiosity arose in him. There is a story that uh, at that juncture, the sage Ashtavakra instructed him about the ultimate reality of the Self or Atman. From these deliberations, in, uh, it becomes quite certain that in this dream, nothing whatsoever exists in reality. Even so, as long as we remain in that state, we are bound to acquire an innate identification with the adjuncts like the body, the senses, etc. that exist therein and we misconceive them to be I am those alone. Analogous to this universal experience, till the intuitive knowledge akin to the waking knowledge born out of the teachings of the Upanishads accrues to us, avidya or ajnana, ignorance of that real, uh, really real being consciousness, bliss invariably and necessarily exists. It is also true that after the attainment of self-knowledge too, it becomes equally certain that uh, that wrong knowledge or misconception called ajnana, ignorance, never existed in reality at all since it is falsified or sublated. This is the 16th point. Next, 17th. To whom does this self-knowledge accrue from the scriptural sentences? The scriptures are non-human. They are not sentences which any particular person had imagined or conceived according to his own whims and fancies. From the sentences of persons, one understands only in the manner these people say like this. But the task of determining the purport or the subject matter of the sentence by other valid means as to what they said is true or not remains. But the intuitive knowledge that accrues from the scriptural sentences is not like that at all. The knowledge of the reality as it is accrues in its consummation. Any person may raise the question of the type. In that case, even after listening to the scriptural sentence of the type that thou art, why is it that we do not attain that intuitive knowledge? The answer to the question is Adhikarini Adhikarini Pramiti Janako Vedaha Adhikarini Pramiti Janako Vedaha Meaning, the Vedas, scriptures, particularly the Upanishads, engender intuitive knowledge in a person who is qualified or fit only, one who does not know how to read. Can he, by merely keeping a book, get the knowledge of the letters and of reading? To one who does not have sight, who is blind, merely because there is an object externally in front of him, can that object be visible? No. In the same way, to one who does not have the proper qualifications taught by the scriptural instructions, this intuitive knowledge of the self cannot accrue. What is meant by adhikara? That is qualification. It is the capability of observing cognitively or intuitively Atman self or of the essential nature of our own innate pure absolute being consciousness bliss where and how is to be invariably searched out if one wants to attain his intuitive knowledge. Yadeva sakshat aparokshat brahma ya atma Saruvantarastam me vyachakshvetyesha ta atma saruvantaraha. To wit, when Ushastha Chakrayana questioned Yajnavarkya in the manner, tell me about Brahman who is directly and immediately known. The later has given an answer in the manner, this alone 
is your atman who is innermost entity of everything bradharanika 342 atman means our essential nature our core of being which is innermost reality compared to all other things or phenomena therefore that reality or innermost entity within us should necessarily be observed within through introspection intuition but people generally are extroverted alone the scriptures say that paranchikhani vyadranat swayambhuhu tasmat parang pasyati nantaratmaha nantaratman meaning the senses have been created by the lord as to, so as to be extrovert only therefore people by nature are perceiving outwardly and not inwardly if atman is to be cognized within then one should become avrutta chakshuhu that is introverted revert the senses stop their functions and then introspectively observe within oneself then only atman can be cognized shri shankaracharya in his bhashya on the aitreya upanishad has stated this प्रमा परमकारुणिकेन आचार्येन आत्मज्ञान प्रबोधकृत शाब्दिकाय वेदांत वेदातमहाभेम तत्कमूले मीनिंग when an acharya that is a scriptural preceptor preceptor who is extremely kind in fact he is like a mine of kindness unto himself beats the big drum of vedanta vedanta dindima that resounding drum beat helps arise to the waking state of self knowledge atmajnana in the present ignorant state even if the scriptures and knowledgeable holy men beating the drum of vedanta philosophical science din it into our ears statements like tattvamasi meaning that thou art uh, brahma ivedam vishwam meaning all this world is brahman alone we are not awakened from the long sleep of avidya at all for such a plight the cause is nothing but a lack on our part of a capability of introspection alone to wit an apathy towards becoming introverted and deliberate on the subtle truths taught by vedanta intuitively so these are the two points third point that's the 18th point the method adopted by the scriptural texts to propound the reality of atman who is beyond the empirical sphere metaphysical that's the 18th point atman or self like the empirical objects or phenomena is not an empirical entity that means he is not one who can be cognized or perceived through any valid means whatsoever like pratyaksha perception anumana inference etc because he is beyond the ken of the sensuous knowledge he cannot be cognized through the senses the mind also is beyond the ken of the sensuous knowledge to wit the mind is subtler than the senses and hence the latter can never comprehend the former but the mind can plausibly cognize itself therefore it is empirical alone not like atman who is non empirical absolute or metaphysical non non uh, nominal all the words in vogue in the world are suitable or fit to express the empirical things or phenomena alone the vedas too use use and have necessarily to use if they have to teach or communicate invariably those very words in vogue in the empirical world then how is it possible at all for us to know or cognize by means of the gamut of literature found in the vedas our scriptural texts this metaphysical nominal 
entity called atman who is stated to be beyond the empirical realm even so despite thin enigmatic or dilemmatic predicament the vedas are expounding for our sake this absolute transcendental entity called atman is it not then a wonderful phenomenon if atman is an entity devoid of sound touch etc then how at all can the empirical sounds or words even if they be vedic or of any other religious or philosophical text signify or communicate him yato vacho nivartante apraapya manasasah meaning the words along with the mind return or revert without being able to touch or comprehend him in this fashion even the vedas themselves have declared the inability of either the words or the mind that being the case by what method can ever those very vedic statements literature all of them being themselves a mere compilation of statements indicate expound this entity called atman to this question the answer is the scriptures adopting a method of negating all the external anatman that is not selves which are known or cognized by us in the manner it is not this it is not this push us backwards as it were unto ourselves that is they help us turn our attention inwards introvertedly and enable us to introspect it is necessary to elucidate in detail this particular statement our intellect is logic oriented or predominantly prone to reasoning out if it is stated that atman is not like this the intellect argues or reasons out in the manner in that case atman must be like this in order to drive out a cat which has entered our house we close all but one exit through which the cat has perforce to run away because we have obstructed it from running out uh, running about the house by keeping only one door open we do use such a stratagem to induce the cat to run out don't we in the same way in order to obstruct the mind which is like the evasive cat jumping hither hither and thither the pursuit in the pursuit of the external objects or phenomena the scriptures induce our mind to recede unto ourselves stage by stage by instructing in the manner atman is not to be perceived by the senses he cannot be cognized by the organs of perception jnanendriyas nor can he be grasped by the means of the organs of action karmendriyas etc etc to the intellect which thrives on logic or reasoning and imagines in the manner if it is not gross stula then it means it must be subtle sukshma the scriptures instruct by saying that atman is neither gross nor subtle to prevent it from reasoning in that manner for that reason alone the scriptures declare at athata adesho neti neti meaning now the instruction about atman he is not this he is not that by this sentence and by the words not this not that we should not assume them to mean that they slightly atmans they signify atmans non existence nor that they mean that there exist any other substance or object after rejecting what's uh, whatever things or phenomena that are superimposed on or misconceived in atman whether they be of the empirical categories of thought or thought constructs like bhava that is existent entity or abhava that is non existent thing to wit only after all those things are negated by words but by ideas too in the con kantian style so that all mental conceptions of reason transcending all experience the vedas themselves come to rest or retire unto the unitary non dual essence of atman that is pure being consciousness in other words both the sanskrit words na not iti this and their conceptual 
aspects should be negated sublated first and then the neti neti that is not this not that aspect meaning all thought constructs in toto should be negated sublated in truth atman alone is what is called veda that is scriptural knowledge self knowledge in a far flung or far reaching uh, prescient connotation of this word veda it can be said that because atman himself has put on this garb or disguise of the vedas that is scriptural texts and has appeared in that form in the uh, empirical sphere that is after his magical creation the vedas have the innate strength and capability of signifying the ultimate or absolute reality or atman for this reason alone the vedas are no- known to be the valid means pramana to indicate or communicate the non dual reality of atman the vedatva that is capability the innate strength of signifying or communicating the intuitive knowledge of the vedas is not because they are in the sacred sanskrit language as the uh, hindus might have held that language in high esteem but because they that is the vedas particularly the upanishads the vedantas help cognize that metaphysical esoteric entity called atman or in uh, our innate self all of us human beings are eternally devoid of all kinds of conceptual categories nitya nirdharma nirdharmakas devoid of all kinds of qualities or characteristics nirgunas verily of essential nature of atman pure being consciousness bliss that is atma swarupa therefore the scriptural statement neti neti pregnant with the profound spiritual instructions enables us to establish ourselves in that essential nature of pure absolute being consciousness bliss of atman who is unborn non dual devoid of deep sleep devoid of dream as delineated in the mandukya upanishad and culminates or reaches its fruition consummation in the very essential nature of atman if this fact is realized by the aspirants they should venerate those great sages who expounded and elucidated these esoteric spiritual instructions and serve them the true seekers will do well to question such preceptors at the proper time and in the proper manner and try to cognize intuit this reality of atman self as expounded by the vedas truly when that reality of our self atman is intuitively cognized the ignorance avidya that is there in us at present all of it will vanish into the thin air the instructing guru or preceptor the listening shishya or disciple the knowledge all these distinctions of the empirical sphere become one with or merged into the supreme self paramatman alone so this is what we are seeing the deliberation on the ultimate reality by shdb gangodi this is the fourth session next we shall see the fifth session in the next next class hare rama loka samasta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu शंकराचार्याण परमाग्रहोस्तु ओम दत्सत्